Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hello. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Mag and YouTube, The Craze. And if you're watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode and hit that bell for notifications for whenever we upload new videos. So we are back and we are, it's been a while since we've recorded again, but what are we talking about today? So uh, we are going to do just like a general artist highlight on everybody that was at KCON since that just passed and may or may not have been planned for earlier, but it's fine. Um, (laughs) Okay, sure. But also let's not forget that KCON's going on a mini tour very soon. That's also launching. So is that for the rookies though, isn't it? Yes. I believe it's two, two groups, right? So they're hitting up smaller cities or not smaller cities. They're, they're doing it on a smaller scale. And I wonder how they're going to do it actually, because they say it's KCON. But what elements of KCON are you bringing? Because we saw this come up with Chicago. It's a much smaller version, but they brought out like four or five artists, if I'm not. KCON Chicago at least had like B2B and some other bigger names. This is is an interesting side project. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure how it's going to play out because I believe it's Stacy and Gravity. Mm-hmm. that are doing the rookie tour so mm-hmm. and it's just 2022 has been an experimentational year for yeah. many tours because i've heard i've heard rumors about certain tours that just tanked real bad mm-hmm. in big cities so mm-hmm. <laughs> i think the industry is trying to figure out what market is where so right Uh, Yeah, I think it's a good gauge just to see like, okay, what are the, you know, what are the big cities of how many people are going to come out, but it's surprising that we, that New York is getting a KCON, but it's not on the same level of KCON LA, like what they used to. So I'm just a bit like, why? I know people still come out to New York. How come New York is still not a bigger stop? Yeah, because so before the pandemic, I was at KCON 2019 mm-hmm. um, with one of our writers, and it was, you know, big scale, big yeah. scale stuff. Yeah. So. so I'm just wondering, like, why is New York getting a smaller version this year upon its return? I mean, I guess you, we could blame it and chalk it up to the whole, like, you know, the pandemic really screwed it over, so we can only afford one large venue. But still, like, even New York, I felt like even if you could bring less artists, New York still should have had something a little bit more bigger, maybe on the scale of Chicago. Or just move it back to the Prudential Center like it used to be. Because in 2019, it was like in New York proper, Mm. um, which is, you know, Madison Square Garden, bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. go back to Prudential. Yeah, I'm just so used. I'm freaking so used to Newark at this point, like most of Mm us that have to travel in the Northeast area. Cause mm-hmm. there's not even a rookie stop in DC. That's true. The that L- DC true. keeps getting skipped and I don't know if it's cause it's expensive or because the city is extra dangerous right now, which it is um, mm-hmm. <laughs> one or the other. Um, but mm-hmm. my local city keeps getting, getting overlooked. Oh. Looking at the website right now for KCON, they're actually in the middle of the US tour right now. Um, as of recording of this date, they're supposed to be in Dallas today for um for this tour as of the website. So oh. they hit up Atlanta and New York very soon. Again, very small venues. It seems like it's just a concert and not necessarily KCON, what you would think. K-Con what was the New York be. venue out of curiosity? Does it 705. say? Uh, it's one okay. of the smaller venues. Yes, and a little more out of the way than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So, 
actually they brought four groups i should say um it's gravity lights the lightsome stacy and two one but um it is very dependent on oh do they have two days yeah um the groups perform on two different days so um upcoming on dallas today they're doing it this weekend so it was gravity and lightsome yesterday today is stacy and two one today so very much the rookies but it's just like i wonder how this is you know looking for them because i'm just like i don't even see them tweeting about this tour <laughs> i know so, i was gonna say i didn't even know what was going on right now yeah i, I didn't know it was, it was like later. right after la yeah huh but I do hope that the kids, <laughs> the rookies are enjoying their time here and at least getting to see fans for the very first time in this kind of scale. So that's the little spiel on KCON at least. Looked like it was fun for LA. Everybody was talking about it on the timeline. It's the one year I'm not there, but the craze did have a presence. So be on the lookout for the covers that we have um coming out very soon if it's not out by the time you're listening already um but yeah uh we're gonna just do the highlight of some of the artists like the artists the lineup of who came who do we want to kick it off first (laughs) if you're not watching the youtube video uh you probably don't see how roxy is wearing an 80s shirt so you know what 80s is all of all of Roxy's realm. I'm gonna let her kick this off. So. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to the new stuff yet, so um. Why? Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I know. I've been hearing very good things. About it makes it me want to kill a man. Like it makes me feral. Like I want to go out and smash some shit. And there's like there's like metal screaming in it at the end of Wong <gasps> Jung's um, at the end of his verse. Uh, it's just it's everything. I love it so much. Um, I obviously have a lot to say about ATs. We just did ATs ticketing for their tour. Um, I'm wearing the tour shirt from January, so I can't believe I'm seeing them twice in one year. You know that's insane, right? Like rip my wallet. That, <laughs> aside from that, like the fact that this is a group that's coming back within the same year, and it's just like I mean, granted, if you flash back to other episodes, I did tell Roxy like hey they've confirmed it they're coming back yeah you know? I mean Hong Jung did say it like yeah at the last time I was like bullshit you're lying and then here we are <laughs> end of the year in yeah Paul. <laughs> so I'm sure most people know about ATs anyway you know eight member group under KQ Entertainment they debuted in 2018 um they've always been very popular internationally not so much in Korea but recently They've taken at least three or four wins on music shows with Gorilla. Uh, Maybe more than that. So they're starting to do better domestically as well. But I, this is like my favorite group right now. You know, B- BTS is like an ultimate bias for a lot of us, but this is like my active one. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They're just so, I, I started watching AT's content because like I stumbled across a video of Jong-ho doing that thing where he's breaking apples and like yeah. singing um, like a very ballady OST. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? I need to, <laughs> I need to know more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember when AT's just blew up the whole entire craze group chat. I remember like at the time, everybody's like, no, like dude, obsessed. And here we are. And they're back with their sec, like the second time this year, like Roxy said, I mean, doing numbers, if uh, I could be hearing this wrong, obviously we didn't attend or watch the live streams because adulting in life, you know, is what it is. But I heard that they had an hour set at KCON this year. And they performed so many songs. I also heard that they did not take any breaks to play games or anything. They just performed the whole thing. (laughs) like Which is insane because like you look at other groups and if you haven't been to KCON before, they do that where like they try to have some artist engagement, not only, you know, not only to give them a break from 
you know, whatever high intensity performances they have. Stray Kids has done it for sure. And so is 17. Any like, so it was just wild to hear that no breaks at all. And I'm just like, do you guys even rest for your concert? You know, <laughs> there, and- there's also, oh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Thinking. Um, when Gorilla came out, their latest comeback, like the choreography is insane. Um, I don't know how they have the stamina to do all of that. There's like one point where Miggy's rapping and he's upside down, like leaning on two people. Like <laughs> there's wow. they're pulling shit like that. Um, but like every other group that comes out, they did like a TikTok challenge, right? The gorilla challenge. Yeah. And like yeah. for weeks, it was like dead silent. Nobody would do it. No None of the yeah, other groups. that's what I heard. Um, so people were like, is anybody like brave enough to attempt, you know, the gorilla challenge? Cause it's so hard. I think- some of the smaller groups did hop on it because like obviously freaking SM groups were not doing it. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. I know Blitzers did it. Um I saw them do it. The group Trends did it. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I think TNX also a couple of the members did it. That's who I know of off the top of my head, but there's only like a handful I yeah. think that did it. So there was a lot of talk surrounding that. Right? I just I'm just like imagining as just like when they were practicing this before they released this how tired were they after each like round of going through the whole entire song because I'm just like I'd be so tired I'm not athletic (laughs) so it's just like props to 80s because you know like this is the one thing is like I've only seen them once live and that was at KCON um and I'm really sad that adulting sucks these weekday shows for these tours killing me and oh I mama to- already like I just I go to my boss and I'm like hello I need uh these two days off <laughs> yeah I wish I totally wish that was the case for my for me and I was just like even just one day one day just want to go one day just to see them live because everything I've heard about their tours is that they're amazing live like really good live and it's just this is probably this year in my opinion still going to be one of the shows to go to this year for k-pop groups so i'm just like so sad i can't go you have to see them again so i really hope next year come back please so i can see you finally because it's such a shame i'm missing out on this and i'm like "Mm." so i'm living vicariously through roxy and all the other friends who are going to 80s this round you have to see Hala Hala live and I they know. do it every time like I saw them do it at KCON 2019 this was before I was like a huge stan and I was like god damn yeah stan pretty much breaks his headset every time they do that song like I don't know how he hasn't broken his own neck yet with the way that he like moves honestly like just a machine a dancing machine for son and he's just so charismatic too I'm just like oh stop I want to see you live (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on we have a lot of groups to cover so let's move on to um the next one so I I think I did it either by day or by um alphabetical order on this I don't know I went to KCOM's website and wrote them all yeah so (laughs) the next group is Cravity who I believe we've talked about before in like Mm -hmm. 2020 as when they were like new rookies Mm -hmm. um they are part currently of the KCON like US tour thing that they're doing, mm-hmm. but I think they're probably the oldest group there since they debuted in May 2020, April 2020, excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, they were considered like a monster rookie group, mm-hmm. as you would call it, because they were the first rookie artist to debut on the Billboard K-pop Hot 100, mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, get year-end awards and such so mm-hmm. they are a pretty popular group in their own right they are starship entertainment's next boy group basically mm-hmm. um can't say that i really vibed with their songs like they're not bad but it's just like yeah like i've listened to gravity i like a couple of their songs um i forgot what was the last album like i know that they released more recently 
I haven't listened to any of the recent stuff, but I think I listened to something last year that they came out with. And I really liked it, but it was one of those things of like, there's so many groups right now that I'm like, I will get to you eventually kind of situation. But I'm glad that they're finally here. I did like that. Like, I do like them. Again, it's just timing. Busy. Can't get to all of these groups. But I'm glad that they're like touring here. And life is very different now than it was before the pandemic, as in like the scale of Mm -hmm. K-pop. So like even in 2020 we were talking about how many more groups are debuting now and in 2022 it's just skyrocketed compared to that and you know who comes around so it's like actually impossible to listen to everyone like Mm -hmm. I really don't think you can you can physically like there's just too many to go through and I'm just like wait I can't keep up with all of your releases you release something okay (sighs) stress yeah so I I mean genuinely still a good group still a good group and um again we haven't seen any of their performances i as of this recording i don't think they're officially uploaded to the youtube channel could be wrong don't know if it's aired yet maybe not don't know but i would love to see what their performances were and again they are touring right now for the kcon us tour so good for them they deserve get these rookies more I, I wouldn't even call them rookies anymore but they kind of are still because they so they're haven't like, they're like in a sophomore realm it's really hard yeah. to it's hard to I don't know yeah. put a label on it but all of their albums you know at least first week of sales sell over a hundred thousand so yeah they're not doing badly they're doing very well yeah so well deserved and I hope that maybe we're gonna get a solo tour I think this is also like this KCON tour is testing out the waters of how well they can bring on numbers for themselves to do a solo tour in the next coming of year. Year. I say next year. Do it next year, not this year, please. Dear, dear God. We're, we're... It's enough. It's enough. That's, I mean, that's probably a smart move um, given that some of these groups did not do that um, mm-hmm. and had, had issues um, getting people yeah. to come out to the tour. So Smart move. I do think Cravity would be one of those groups that does have that mm-hmm. possibility. So I believe the next group you have, they are considered monster rookies in their own right right now. They're huge and they have a very big tour coming up very soon. Yes. Who are they, Roxy? That would be in hyphen, who everybody knows because they are the next big not big hit. Hybe. Hybe. I prefer Hybe whatever uh-huh. the next hive group um that were formed by one of those competition shows island that went viral which still is very surprising to me because i thought after Produ- produce 101 like we'd be done with that um but there is a lot <laughs> they did but they also debuted in 2020 mm-hmm. in the end in november 2020 and they have obviously seen shitload of success as well monster like i i felt like this particular one like i know similar to like txt when they announced their tour they're like very like underestimating their popularity internationally because why are you giving them small venues at this point you know i know and Hypen hasn't been around as long as TXT, but these are two groups that are just have such huge followings at this point that it's just like they can't do these small venues anymore. Like they're huge. And um, I know from my friends who went, they were there for Enha and they're just so excited for the upcoming tour. That tour is about to start very soon here. I believe they're going to be here in October yeah I think it's October yeah um but that that tour is coming soon and I'm pretty positive like at KCON that past weekend like this was the gauge and I heard it was super loud for them they have really catchy songs I know Connie is really into them out of um the craze fam so it's just like I can't deny they have like my favorite one from them is Tame Dash and I don't listen to them really often. I honestly I don't think I may have 
stumbled across their music once or twice, but like their their Makne is Nikki, right? I believe so. And he was like 15. I was like, I need to look away. Like I can't. That's <laughs> a child. Can't. Like I don't want to, I don't even want to listen to music of children. I'm like, <laughs> please don't make me feel older than I am. <laughs> right. I was just like, don't want to listen, watch your music videos because y'all are just like your kids. It's weird it's to just... see children like yeah, working. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like no, nothing against them. It's just like you guys should be in school. Like, don't get me wrong. I want you to have a good career, but I'm just like, I want you to just live normal lives as kids. <laughs> you know, it's getting know. younger and younger. I think it's we've just, talked about this. Yeah, we have. It's just, it was like something I couldn't get over when they came out. So like, if you don't hop on the train, then you kind of just push I, it But to the you side. know what though? Like, I will say like, one thing about like I'm not necessarily saying like continue to have these young kids you know debuting but at the same time it gives kids who are in their age range you know more of a like you know more of a reason to fangirl because we were we've done that like you know oh but they're similar in our age oh my god you know like you know being in that kind of realm so I'm glad like there's a younger crowd out there who are listening to them and appreciating them and being in their like similar to us our backstreet boys and sync even though we weren't the same age at the time but still like fangirling like that so it's just like at least there is a crowd for them but it's just kids i want you to be kids please grow up because this is a hard industry to be in but at the same time i'm gonna say you know what they've been killing it lately since since they debuted like I cannot deny how how well they've been doing and every single time that there's comebacks coming around everybody's talking about them so I'm not gonna deny any of the pull that they get because I mean they're huge they're really huge right now and who knows what the tour is going to bring once they come in solo because obviously we only those who went to KCON only got a taste of what their live performances are so i'm excited for them hope they do well just have fun don't forget to take your breaks and get some rest jesus christ they um their last release the manifesto day one mm-hmm. uh had 1.5 million sales in korea whoa yeah mm-hmm. and their first know? studio album which was in last year's october was 1.3 million wow um so they're definitely like super popular in Korea. They do hit the charts in the U.S. among many other places. Okay. Um, but yeah. So when people say monster, that's what monster is. Yeah. <laughs> they're gigantic, like monster rookies. I mean, they've only been out for two years, but they're still in their technical rookie phase. I think that like the time when you're not going to consider them rookies after they complete this tour. Once they complete this tour, it knocks them out of not being rookies anymore because they've done that. I don't least. know. They're still but... too young. In my opinion, you're a rookie until you're like 25. You don't know anything <laughs> about life until your brain fully develops. So just yeah. saying. Who's next? Okay. So admittedly, the two of us don't know much about the next one. Um, mm-hmm. That's just because I pay zero attention to J-pop. What's, I have never paid any attention to J-pop. I've so. fallen out of it, so... Um, but yes, the next group that was at KCON was INI, who is the group that was formed by the uh, Japanese version of Produce 101. Uh, oh, Produce 101 Japan 2. Oh, did not know that. Learning new things today, but um, I don't know much about them either. Uh, how long have they been out? Um, so they are also rookies. It looks like they debuted last year yeah in 2021 um i'm glad that they got like the chance to come here though yeah because they're signed to cj you know that's why yeah Uh, (laughs) who also runs kcon um but yeah so that's kind of it's a bit of an unknown factor for those of us that are not involved in j-pop um i'm i find it interesting that produce 101 is still running in a different country because like it completely tanked in korea after they found out it was rigged after everyone found out it was rigged so yeah 
Well, I guess in Japan, they, I feel like in Japan, they're much more strict. Because they have an idol system that is, like, huge in itself there. Like, their idol system is way different from Korea's idol system. Like, so, I, I can't, I'm not into that kind of uh, music anymore. I used to be, but, like... I feel like they run such a tighter ship when it comes to their idol system. So it could be that maybe. And that's maybe why it, <laughs> why they might, you know, still have it. I mean, we have spin off similar concept styles also in China, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. They also do something similar in the Philippines, kind of, sort of. They do have, like, survival shows there, too, um, to create their their group. So, I don't know. But heard very great things about them at KCON. A lot of, a good number of people came to see them, too. So, a group that maybe we should look into more. Maybe we should do an art, like, a rookie roundup of them. I don't know it's weird to me because all of their releases are Japanese so I'm like this to me does not scream k-pop but does not constitute k-pop so I'm kind of like I don't know but that's Mm -hmm. just me personally Mm -hmm. maybe we'll we'll look into it but good for them nice to get them on a global scale and you know have them really be introduced to an international audience put my sneakers on (laughs) listen that song is not my favorite song off that album but that song is catchy <laughs> i really hate that line to be honest <laughs> I, I honestly it's such an earworm that i'm just like why why but you know what i'm like it's so fucking catchy again not my favorite song i could have that song could have been a or there's a different song that i thought could have been the title but if you didn't catch on to who i was referencing to itsy's next on the list i personally really like this girl group a lot and I'm so bummed out that I can't go to the one go to their tour again and two I missed out on them at KCON again Ugh. anyways uh to Roxy because she has all the information that breaks it down <laughs> I I just have to say I I don't like sneakers um Mm-mm. I think it's a Neither stupid concept <laughs> and if like if SM and JYP are trying to compete with each other on fourth gen girl groups, uh, Aspo won that really hard because girls was way better. Just saying, um, that's a personal opinion, and also me just assuming things because they might not even be doing that. It's he's very there, successful. There might, yeah, <laughs> or there might not even be like a rivalry between the two of them. But, I just listened um, to them at the same time because I was catching up on stuff. So, um. I admit sneakers wasn't my favorite either. Like I said, I thought there was a different track. I think visually though, for the music video, they look gorgeous. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, they're always going to pull out budget. They look so good. But again, as a song, I wasn't that happy about sneakers being the title. I mean, I was just like, it's in the realm of, like catchiness and quirky and fun but i thought racer should have been the title track in my opinion but that's my opinion but they're doing super well for a girl group they're doing super well their first tour is coming up very soon oh that's not their first tour that's their second tour. their second tour sorry yeah they Um, were here uh in early 2020 was it Uh, a fan meeting or a tour I mean, I guess it is considered a fan meeting, but to me, it's uh-huh. all the same. Um, so, yeah, they they were here uh, right before the pandemic hit. Um, I saw them. I had a great time at their show. Oh, I'm, I don't doubt they're going to bring another great time for for their actual, like, concert this time. And I'm just like, <gasps> I wish I could go. Their light stick is super cool. I want their light stick, to be honest. Is that the one that's just a circle? The, yeah, it's the ring. I was just like, man, that looks so cool. Yeah, Itzy, I mean, they're they're a girl group to be watching out for. They they are one of the more like up there girl groups in fourth generation. So um it's not Roxy's favorite genre where they do noise music, but they know how to make it work for them. 
It's bare. I mean, noise music at this point is so universal that even I can't bitch about it as much because like mm-hmm. Gorilla was noise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did, up. obviously I haven't listened to it. So, uh, so it, I don't know. It might be something else, but I, in general, like Itzy's releases, not as much. Like I really liked Dala Dala when that came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I see was good too. But then after that, <laughs> I kind of fell out a little bit uh what's the one where they do the shoulder one is that wannabe yeah yeah wannabe is probably a dollar dollar and wannabe for me are like where I really really like their releases i thought like they're one of the only girl groups in my opinion to really experiment with their sound and implementing that noise music so you know what I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they were able to come back out because the last time that they were here for KCON, because I was there, half of the members had to leave because of the whole curfew thing. Oh, I forgot. Is the curfew thing, is that like California? No, I think, um, what's this called? I think they implemented it in Korea, but they also brought it here to the States that the minors couldn't be like, on stage and everything after a certain time like Hmm. they couldn't be there anymore so the minors had to like sit back because only two members uh when they do the encore like they bring out all the groups again only two of the members are on stage so it's just like I believe all of them were now on stage together which I'm just like hey at least they got to do that and you know it's just like man curfew sucks (laughs) you know as a kid but at the same time well at least you're not overworking them to an extent we all know that they're just waiting in the waiting room but I like it see so good for them I I wouldn't be surprised if they come back to KCON again next year if they have a release there's three more left (laughs) Mm -hmm. on this list uh the next one is Kepler who just recently debuted I believe at the beginning of this year um and Wadada went viral. And I got to tell you, I hated the name of this song. Uh, yeah. When they released this, I was like, that is the dumbest name I've ever heard in my life. Like, flop. Uh, but the song itself is really, really catchy. <laughs> I was, like, I was <laughs> just like, uh, about to eat your words there because the song is really good. It is. It's a, it's a really catchy song. And like, I was not following them at all. And I heard it and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, like, I, like, it is a weird title. I'm just like, but, but I see it. I get it. I understand why. And so I haven't listened to the the comeback that they had after most recently, but like, there's a reason why they were sweeping, in my opinion, why they were everywhere and why they were on Queendom, why you're seeing so many remixes of that song at this point, like dude the like and it just but the only thing that sucks is that this is a project girl group and they we know that they're not gonna last too long which is sad this is the um the group from girls planet 999 and actually has uh huninkai sisters in it which everybody was very excited about and um yujin from clc she's also made a cut um but yeah i'm pretty freaking sick of these project groups I gotta tell it like <laughs> since 20 what 2016 like I've yeah had yeah it, it just it's not making that like obviously seeing commercial success right like people are talking about them why are you gonna disband them why why just keep them together keep them together oh, I'm gonna be I, so sad when this girl group is no longer a thing I also don't know why they were put on queendom when they like just debuted I think it's just because it wasn't Girls Planet 999 also on Mnet. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's There's why. A lot to be um, said about that, but okay. Um, but also like when I watch Queendom, they say like they they put it out there that it's just like yeah we're new we get it but like this is a chance for us to really prove ourselves as a group at in this show and. Like, they just don't want to be like, oh, we're being put in here just because we're Mnet's newest girl group, you know? So it's just like, they wanted to also prove themselves. Like, 
it would be cool. Like, I don't think they came in the mindset of like, yeah, winning would be really cool, but they just, it's the exposure too. And I'm just like, that's fair. That's fine enough. Now it would have been different if they, like, people would call sus. Not saying, you know, everybody would be thinking about this way, but there would be people who would call sus if they did win. I still call sus just because they're there. I thought they were fine. Popularity-wise, they didn't need to go on Queendom. Mnet just wanted them there. I mean, they they did really well. I like their stuff on Queendom. So I think it was just good. For me, as somebody who didn't watch Girls Planet 999, it was a great opportunity to know, get to know who this group was. Like, before they, like, as a group, rather than they were building to become Kepler. Anyways, really good group. Really like them. There's a lot of promise. Please just keep them together. Please. Uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> there's a, There's been, it's, I would emotionally detach now. Uh... <laughs> Save yourself. <laughs> because i guarantee you it does not matter how popular they get are you kidding me if that was the case ioi and 101 would not have broken up or eyes one or eyes one um so just 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 keep that in mind if you get into kepler like you need to emotionally detach i've been through that like you i need to buy their album before they disappear yeah because then you'll never find it yeah i i'm very lucky to have an ioi their debut album the one that has pick me on it um i'm lucky to have that version so i'm just like i need to pick up a kepler album before they are completely gone in the void so yes yes because i can guarantee you you will not find that album once they disappear i have never seen a one-on-one album in even like giant k-pop stores they're not left so yeah if you want to get it now yes who is the next group that we have okay next we have uh lightsome who debuted in uh, 2021. They're Cube Entertainment's next girl group, basically. Um, I don't even know where to start there. It just, they just are. They just be. <laughs> I, I, I don't listen to them and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I covered some of their early releases and it's like, if you like a traditional girl group sound, like more of the cutesy, less of the like, girl crush stuff this is probably up your alley Mm -hmm. um at least their first releases were like that I don't know about the latest one um it's like a mix because uh Bavache was Mm -hmm. their second single Mm -hmm. and it had sort of like it was kind of like Etsy sneakers the concept like with like the royal-ish like Mm -hmm. the high-end sort of thing um so they do do that but like sound wise it's very traditional k-pop mm. girl group stuff mm-hmm. yeah the, uh, again a girl group there's so many that i i can't really like remember everything and a girl group that i like i know of but just really don't <clears throat> listen to them often sorry <sighs> but you know who never they're knows? on the rookie we'll, tour we'll, yeah we never know this girl group a lot of promise can blow up we'll see how it goes cube better not fuck them up it's cube right all order i need to stop talking because i always say i always be trashing i was just like i'm just like you better not mess up you've already had a history don't mess this one up anyways jay you can take over the last one (laughs) Uh, roxy got to start with hers i'm gonna start with mine Stray Kids came back. They were the surprise. They were the surprise last announcement artist to be added to the lineup. No surprise, in my opinion, because they're doing really well lately. They just are wrapping up their Maniac tour. Um, and they're going to have like their the, the Encore tour in Korea coming up soon. Um, I mean like right now probably jyp's biggest boy group they have been very active lately i'm just very 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 jealous that i couldn't go because <laughs> i wanted to see them i heard so many good things about them at kcon um their latest comeback maniac has done really well i mean again 
just a really good group. I love them so much. They are the last tour that I got to see in person. Um, most recently, a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. They're amazing live. Um, Chan got to host for a little bit of the section of KCON this year, which no surprise, of course. Though he's very sweet because he had roses. He like he came up on stage and he had roses and I think he was throwing it out to people in the audience. And I'm just like banner interaction so cute but um we also got three racha to come out on stage that i did see and i mean for those who haven't experienced stray kids and kcon was your first thing i just want to know how much not only 80s but how much stray kids shook the stadium because they brought in so many people a lot of people came in for ATs and for Stray Kids and in Hyphen on day one that I'm just like, I want to know how much that building shook that night because, I mean, they have a presence on stage and no doubt did it really well. And um, I'm just saying, if you got to hear Cooking Like a Chef, like a five-star Michelin, I just want to hear that in a big KCON crowd. So I hope in the video that releases i want to hear that please have the audio but yes a boy group that is doing really well come back i miss you <laughs> i miss you already they are my current like be like roxy said bts is an ultimate group for us but right now they are my active one so i'm just like come back anyways that's my little soapbox for them <laughs> i really liked stray kids earlier stuff and mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. i just kind of fell out but i mean they're, they're recreating their, talented. their older stuff. Yeah. Like they're re-recording them. So Oh, I know why. <laughs> yeah. I think we all know why. But I think, you know, if you're missing that nostalgic feeling of their older stuff with their new re-recording of things, I think it brings it back. And I'm just like, okay. I am curious, what are these boys planning next? Because they're going to start to go radio silent very soon again. And Yeah. I'm excited for their come back. Come back. I miss so, you. I, I just have a question because I think everybody heard this that there was like a taser pulled out in the general admission line for KCON um, and fights were breaking out. Was it between stays and 18As? Because they are always at each other's throats. This is the new XOL and army beef. I don't know. <laughs> that <laughs> one, really I, curious. I don't know. All I heard was it was just because of the numbering situation and like lining up early that like I heard no one was hurt but it was pulled out um don't do that y'all ratchet as fuck don't oh do God. that <laughs> don't do that that is I mean I don't even think you would have gotten into the venue unless it was an inconspicuous taser but like um don't do that that's not safe that's scary. See, see, this is why general admission, like I was in the general admission line for BTS's Love Yourself tour and people did cut. Um, I did mm -hmm. not fight about it. Uh-huh. Um, it's not worth fighting about. <laughs> yeah, I think y'all have lost your minds. Whole, it was the whole camping out thing and like people are like having a system in place for numbers. And then who's not honoring the number system? Oh, that never have. works out. It, does it never work. works out. Security sometimes really doesn't really honor it um so it's just like first come first serve and I think that's what happened I don't want to I don't think it was a, a fandom thing I think it was just that whole general insanity yeah because see this is like why I'm kind of hesitant to bring GA floor without any seats back because this happens and, and people are gonna people camp out for like a week which is ugh. you don't I shower for a week you yeah. can't go somewhere and shower like the concept uh, it's uh everything about it like I did it once we did it one night mm -hmm. and it was the worst <laughs> like I don't yeah. know how these and like I get that you get upset that people cut but like Cubans suck so yeah like you just need to accept it and yeah I, I don't know I feel like it's gotten so much worse over the last couple of years yeah and so that's why like I said it just makes me so hesitant that they're taking away the seats I liked having 
the whole seats thing. But then again, there are people who are still going to bum rush that that stage once they come to the extended stage. So I don't know what a solution would to this would be. And it just sucks. It really sucks. So please just be safe, concert goers. This was, this was not it to hear and see come through the timeline. Yeah. Don't bring tasers and don't pull them out. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, like it's basic. And also like, I get it that you're upset and you're talking to the venue staff, but also some of the venue staff who are there, they don't know anything either. They don't care either. They just, it's not in their yeah. job description to care. They're not going to care. Yeah. So. And sometimes those people, they they literally just clocked into their shift and they're like, what people don't realize about like, and maybe this is a, a, a conversation to have on another podcast episode is like most of the people who are working for these events those are like hired help like they they put out like a call like hey temporary assignment come work for this event if you have experience you know working these types of event so some of them really just don't know the process or like this is their first time doing a concert event like this and they don't know any better either so anyways i just i just i had to bring it up because i can't believe that shit was happening oh my god i've been in situations but nothing that absolutely insane before (laughs) yeah i that was the first time i've like i knew like we we've heard stories of how you know people will argue but this was a first and it should have never escalated to the scale anyway (laughs) anyways just don't do that please don't do that not not cool not cool at all all right let's move on to our next round of groups so so the next group is luna who currently on tour is currently on tour i couldn't go see them at dc for because they're fucking another middle of the week too far away situation um luna i feel like is one of those girl groups that is considered very big but they're starting to have issues um obviously there's an ongoing situation with chu questions about that so she's not at the tour which is sad um but i but it's not issues within the group it's issues between the group and their management (laughs) yeah as per usual um oh yeah it's not bullying that's what you want to clarify Uh, right yeah i don't think there's a i think all like all of these girls i think they are in it together but i personally think they're mismanaged pretty badly it is a smaller company that mm-hmm. they are with. So the the concept, their whole project concept, I thought was very interesting, but it did take a very long time for them to like officially debut. I think they should have cut that process in half, if you ask me. Um, but I really like Luna. I do wish I could have seen them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they're just a really good group. They bring out a lot of people to their shows too. A lot of people have been begging them to come out and do an actual tour. Last KCON, they were here. Huge amount of people who were Luna stands in the crowd. So they bring out people. They have fans. And I'm not going to deny that. They're doing really well. Just wish they were more properly managed. Because yeah, that's and- been the biggest qualm that I've seen amongst people on the timeline. They're like, what the fuck? And they've been active as like a full group since 2018. So they are one of the more seasoned groups, I would say, that was involved here. But they've definitely made a name for themselves in the industry. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's weird to watch it start to fall apart. It's like it happens, but. I mean, and I don't think it's, you know, to their own accord. It's just the industry, the management sucks, but they're great performers put on really great stages i'm pretty sure that that tour was so much fun to go to they're doing their meet and greet tour right now so (sighs) they're a girl group like and i hope that for the time that we do have them because everything is just up in the air at this point i just hope we get to continue like we hope i hope that they continue to put out more work because they deserve it they this is a talented group Okay. Uh, Next uh on the list um, is an NCT subunit, NCT Dream. I was actually kind of surprised to hear them announced. But I mean, I guess I saw 127 at KCON years ago. So yeah, Um, this is the only group I know of that brought back a member because people got so mad about the graduation system. Yeah, they just but he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. 
Um, that's because Mark does too much. Yeah. That man is going to be dead by 50. It was also the same uh, same weekend as SM Town, their their big concert. Mm. So it was the same weekend. So the Dreamies weren't a part of, um, a part of that particular like the the family group concert that they do. Um, but people were excited to see NCT Dream finally come out for this KCON, and well deserved because I don't think like this is their first time being here. Yeah, because initially 127 was supposed to be like the international, yeah, like arm or whatever. Like, was it that? I don't because 127 is like the latitude or longitude of Seoul, right? So it's like, who was actually, I can't stand NCT. The whole concept just hurts my brain. I don't like it. So (laughs) I never like think about these things too hard. Um, But yeah, Dream. It's been hot weird watching them go Sorry. from uh-huh. chewing gum to like hot sauce. Yeah, it's just like, like I did. I can somebody confirm that they perform chewing gum just because that's nostalgic? Okay, I, I bet so- not because I feel like a lot of people that like Dream now like that they're not the youthful boys. <laughs> they're they're not Boy Scouts. <laughs> that's like I, I've just seen people talking about them. I'm like, okay. Um, we're going the hard stand direction, but like I saw them when they were literal children. So again, mm-hmm. it's the children thing. But you I know didn't... what? Like the dreamies are up to par with their other NCT units. You know, they've been putting out solid bangers right now. So it's just like, yo, they're not like, they don't sleep on this particular unit for NCT because this is another talented group of boys. And like I said, I heard so many, like, their little the little light stick that they have i heard that and saw pictures that there's so many light sticks in that crowd well deserved i think people have just been wanting nct to finally come internationally i know people are upset about the nct 127 tour that's about to happen here in the states but yeah that was an interesting decision i don't know who made it but it was interesting (laughs) but regardless i think and citizens were just happy that an NCT group was here and present again here in the United States. So, you know what? The Dreamies, I'm so glad that they finally got their chance to stand on this stage and meet their fans here too like that. Just well done. Well done. I'm, I am I just really want to see more NCT in general. <laughs> so good for them. Okay, so we're just going to touch on the next group because I know we talked more in depth about it in uh, the Rookie Roundup, but NMIX was also at KCON, um, and I believe they only have a debut single album, so I But they are coming out with a comeback very soon. But, like, what did they perform if they only had a single album? Did they do covers and stuff? I know that they performed Tank and... The other one. Oh, oh. Is it, it's the guess. one that looks like the emoji. <laughs> I, I've um, already said my piece on that one, so I just but don't. Also, we we have to remember that when it comes to KCON, the smaller groups only get the chance to perform two to three songs, and then they have those special stages. Yeah, I think so NMIX was part of the special stage of covering another group song. That makes sense. Yeah, um, they are having a comeback in September mid-September so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes after the debut which was very polarizing if you ask me <laughs> mm-hmm. yes was was not the biggest fan I preferred Tank anyways next group next group P1 Harmony another big group everybody came out to see them too I yeah. feel like they're here still they they did a tour earlier this year too um I saw them in DC and I had a great time at their show um I really like they're very great performers the the little maknae is so cute he's like a little boy I think he's like he's probably one of the teenagers I was just like he's so small (laughs) he's a great dancer but he's tiny tiny small Hmm. child (laughs) um yeah not much to say about them because we I feel like we talked about them I'm sure we have because we also did an interview with them back in the day um everybody is go check that out everybody loves Kiho so much and he's a very very sassy man mm-hmm. um I don't know he's from Canada right so I, I don't know so. if he was one of the MCs at all um I 
uh for day two i think p p1 was hosting some of the members from p1 and they're the all boys. pretty good at english actually yeah so some of the boys and the p1 um boys were uh were uh hosting at one point wouldn't be surprised it's like a three-hour show so anyway yeah p1 harmony is a group i think that excels also in um performance mm-hmm. so they do they definitely have a very solid fan base wouldn't be surprised if they come out again next year a lot of people came out to see them for their tour this year so i would not be surprised to see them blowing up again within the next year so good for them and we gotta speed through a lot more groups because we have four more to go through or yeah four more yeah we it's fine um some of these we've talked about before in general Mm -hmm. so we can just you know the next group is stacy which i know we have also talked about in the rookie roundup and they are a girl group that just like came out of nowhere and destroyed it Mm-hmm. um they've I feel gone, like stereotype was everywhere they went viral with like every release they've just like nobody saw it coming right they're not from a like big label mm-hmm. um they just i don't know they have the x factor i guess um their music is very catchy um not quite like generic girl group but in certain ways I don't know. They're, they they just like, everybody loves them. They're a part of the rookie tour. And I think they might be like the biggest pull for that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't, so I think this is their, their chance to be like, I think we could pull a tour, but let's, let's just see how we're doing in this cake on tour. So don't hate me. Don't hate me. I still haven't listened to everything Stacey's. I only know stereotype because it's come on shuffle like once or twice but I don't remember it entirely. Don't hate me. There's one particular person, Sophia. I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> um, yes, uh, it, they're a group that's been everywhere. They're doing really well. I think, again, in the next year, we're going to see them blow up. Huge they already popular. blew up. But even more, like, I feel like once they, like, finish up this tour, they probably have one or more, one or two more releases. Solid girl group to, like, be a contender to be a top girl group within the industry okay next we have the boys who is another more senior sort of group um i never got into the boys i have I like recently got into them i have like one song of theirs that i really like um but they are another one of those like super popular groups mm-hmm. um they won road to kingdom right mm-hmm. which is how they got into kingdom so mm-hmm. i feel like that was like a a point very talented boy group um they also had a tour here not too long ago a couple months ago um currently i believe two because they're 12 member boy group two of their members are sitting out for recent promotions they also recently had a comeback they are massively popular like they they're not doing like huge menus but they're they're bringing people out to their concerts and this is another promising boy group and I like them. I haven't listened to their newest one, but we know a, a craze member who is very much a big fan and I believe they can vouch for everything the boys for us. I was just like, insert her comments here somewhere. <laughs> like she she will go on about how much she really likes the boys. So like, I mean, they also like a lot of fans have been waiting for them to come out to here too. So. Yeah, I mean, they've been active since 2017, so mm-hmm. safe to say that people were waiting quite a while, because <laughs> I know they definitely weren't coming in those early days. Yeah. I but it's think- been it's been weird to watch them. It's always weird to, like, know a group from the beginning, and mm-hmm. then years later see how it's progressed, because mm-hmm. I remember, like, I remember their first single, Giddy Up. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they perform that anymore, like... <laughs> I don't know, but I, I know the one song that they'll perform for sure is The Stealer because mm-hmm. everybody loved The Stealer from them. I think that was also the era that I not really got into, but when they started doing Kingdom, not Road to Kingdom, that's when I was just like, oh, I see why a lot of people like this group. And so it made me like, okay, I- I'm into it. I'm in. All right, let's jump into our second to last one here. 
This is TO1, which is formerly known as TOO, if you say it that right. I don't know why they changed their name, but they did. Um, they were a survival show group as well. Um, I actually saw them at like freaking KCON 2018 when they were filming the survival <laughs> yep. show. Gigi yep. and I were in the audience. We were like, there's a kid with orange hair in the audience, orange and red hair. And they're Korean. That's probably some idols. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> remember they performed, they performed, was it 2019 or 2018? One of those years when they were doing it. I just remember like everybody was like, oh my God, new boy group. And they had standees on the convention floor. And on the last day, people were trying to snatch those up. Of course and they I were. Was, and I was just like, they are like they haven't even debuted yet they're just trainees we don't even know who's gonna make the final cut <laughs> you know and um and so got to see them technically be trainees perform on stage because they got a chance to perform and then here they are they've gone through quite a few member changes yeah i was just looking at that there have been four that left and two more that joined three more that joined mm-hmm. um it's 2022 looks like it's been a little bit tumultuous for them is the word I would use. Um, because also the only thing I heard about their performance was there was some cultural appropriation issues. Um, that's all people were really talking about. I can't speak on it cause I didn't like see it, <laughs> but that's all I heard. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, that's not good. And, um, like I haven't given them a chance to listen to their music like the whole rebranding change too kind of just made me even more confused so yeah it threw me off too yeah so I never really was able to fully get into them but you know good for them for being invited back well I don't know because I didn't listen to anything that they did after they rebranded because yeah. I remember like covering the debut. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then like, they're like, we're changing our name. And also like half the members are leaving. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a jarring experience when that happens. I feel like the kids just don't know how, <laughs> how traumatizing it was for us. Back, back in the day, it was extremely <laughs> traumatizing. It was so bad. So like member changes in the lineup occurring now isn't as like, oh, Okay especially when they add members because that's a very new practice that yeah that yeah. to me I'm like I don't want I don't want this like I already learned I don't want you to add new factors that's not mm-hmm. fair you're supposed mm-hmm. to finalize it so I do think that puts those of us that are you know remember the days of like EXO is a good example when like <laughs> that literally was like changes. that was yeah. completely traumatizing for everyone um and they never added new people, so. At least they yeah. didn't add new people. I know. I think that would have been a disaster. I think that people would have been even more upset if that was the case. But, right. um, yeah, to uh, a group that I wish I could speak more of, but I just they kind of get lost amongst the sea for me. Yeah, I agree. Last but certainly not the least, we have Cosmic Girls or WJSN. I and will go to bat for this group. I swear to God. Okay, they, so. like honestly, WJSN, they are another starship. That they starship. are another starship group, Sorry. and they have been active since like 2015 or 2016. Like, um, they were at KCON 2017 in LA, um, and I was like the only person that was lit as fuck when they did Happy, which is like your generic like upbeat girl group song I was so fucking lit I love that song Mm -hmm. and I was like I was really excited to see them because they were another one of those groups that you wouldn't normally see Mm -hmm. in the United States yeah and I think that they in general release a lot of bangers but like people don't pay attention yeah they that's true and they won queendom season two they're the winners of queendom season two and when I was watching this girl group go through the gauntlet of um, Queendom, I was just like, dude, these girls aren't here to play. Like, they want this. They want this so bad. And to like, and well-deserved because I feel like they get overshadowed by a lot of other groups. And they've been around for such a long time. So well-deserved for them to come back to KCON. They deserve more love. And I mean, just please give them attention. I'm just like, y'all, you can like 
also Cosmic Girls. I know Ive is another Ive, right? Is it Ive mm-hmm. from the same label? Right? I think so. Let me check. Who's the other girl group that comes out of the same label? Yes, it is. Yes. You know, I know everybody has their eyes on Ive right now coming out of Starship, but don't forget Cosmic Girls. They're the girl group that came out after Sistar. And they, are there Chinese members still active? I don't they are so. still inactive. They've been inactive for years. Oh, They're still know. in China. Yeah. And, but I mean, regardless, this is a girl group that has been fighting to the nail to like, get back there and I, I'm glad that they did come back for KCON because this it, it goes to show like they're, they're, people want them and I mean if you can bring Monster X here on tour you can bring them here too Starship just saying just saying but bring yeah that home. is that is an extensive list and a lot to go through in yeah. a short period of time yeah but we did it it's an interesting mix of like rookies and more senior groups, if you mm-hmm. ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that must have been but a pretty lit weekend. I, it really has been. But you know, looking at it, man, these are mostly fourth gen groups. Mostly, yes. <laughs> They're mostly fourth gen groups. There are people who are cusping from third gen- generation going into fourth gen. So it's just like, man, like... It's not that we don't recognize names on these lists anymore, but it's just like, oh, wow. KCON has really changed in the 10 years that it's been around. And oh, yeah, that's what we even forgot to mention. This year marked the momentous 10-year anniversary of KCON when it first began. So I think that was even more special about this particular KCON. But it's just like it's been around for 10 years and like looking at this lineup it's still a stellar lineup regardless there are fans who came out for each and every group and there are people who come out come away i think what's the great thing about kcon you come away liking new groups or like discovering new groups that you weren't like oh maybe i'll give them a chance yeah i think that about wraps it up i don't think there's much more to go into that um so so yeah um this that's it for this week's episode of the craze cast we are like if you have any thoughts please let us know in the comments below please feel to share with us on social media and we have tons of articles released about all the groups that we've talked about today for this car uh for this kcon lineup heart highlight and um again we are available the podcast is available on all platforms so give us a follow and don't forget to leave us a rating and review and again let us know what you think about this episode who do you want to see in a future kcon and what do we think about this whole kcon smaller tours which big city should they do next because like i said you know new york was cut out of you know doing a big kcon so what is going to be the next big city that's going to be giving us what la gave us and this has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.